0: hello world welcome to well this sucks the podcast that follows our friend danielle's fight against breast cancer and everything's fine
1: everything is fine it's fine
0: it's fine everything's fine
1: i'm heather i am danielle Hi, I'm Tiana. So, what are we talking
0: about today? Well, today was chemo day. Chemo day was going to be? Well, yes. Yeah. Chemo day. Um,
1: Danielle, do you want to tell us? Well, us through oh, the day? we got some shitty news, not so great news, but I want to wait till my mom yeah. calls. Ah, so that we, I can talk about it, it then. Okay. So that way I only talk about it once. Um, And then it's out there in this form and then i'm going to write about it on my blog and then if anybody like asks me i don't mean to be like bitchy about it it's just like something that's kind of taxing and hard to constantly repeat myself about which is why i made the blog so that way it's out there and if anybody wants to know exactly what's going on um it will be like specifically in this format and in the blog format for
2: Mm -hmm. them to go
1: and like if they because people, a lot of people do check in on me and text me, and a lot of people ask, "Oh, you haven't updated in your blog lately?" And the people uh, want to know. The people want to know, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Oh, you haven't written in your blog. What's going on?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry." So like I'll like write like a little blurb like, "Oh, this is happening." So I'll just be like, "Something, you know, not so great happened." Go to my blog, and I'll send the site just so that you could read about it further. Um, yeah if you have more questions i feel like if you have more questions but i feel I'm happy like that, to answer them but i think that the blog will answer yeah all the i think questions.
2: that way you get most of the information out there
1: yeah the most yeah. efficient way yeah which is also why i announced it on facebook too because it's like it's hard telling everybody you know this bad news over and over and over mm-hmm. again which like got me thinking about like I mean like it's sorry to be a little bit of a downer but like when someone very close to you dies or a loved one dies like you have to call everybody you know and everybody that they know and let them know the shitty news and that's like really hard for yeah. the person that's doing that. So that's the
2: positive thing about social media is yeah. you can reach a bunch of people at once and not have to necessarily do that. Yeah. anymore.
1: It's not it's, like it's a true. psychological thing like Yeah. It's, it's traumatic. And I think everyone
2: understands that.
1: Some people don't. Some yeah. people get, like, butthurt over you not calling and telling. Yeah. Right, not telling them personally. And that's mm-hmm. is there anyone usually who, the older generation. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, name names or anything, yeah. but and it's, no, but it's it's understandable. Yeah. It's understandable for I mean, but they have, it's, it's kind of like please understand where I'm coming from and yeah. doing this, too. But now that you're
2: on, like, the, a journey and this treatment it's like they wanted a more personal call or from you yeah
1: like they were upset that they had to find out through social media
2: but as far as updates go I think it's totally understandable to do that with blogs and social media and
1: that's the beauty of it Mm. and I try to keep it I mean and I think that we're trying to keep it light and funny too at the same time but Sometimes we have to be serious about things and talk about... Yeah, sometimes we have to be serious. We have serious about cancer about. sometimes, guys. <laughs> about what's going on. It's a serious thing.
0: Well, let's talk about... Let's just talk about chemo day in general, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we may have said this in our previous recordings, but Danielle has been on a drug called Taxol, which is an intravenous drug, mm-hmm. and she has chemo every Friday for three Three weeks weeks. on and then one week
1: off and I've done that for three cycles like three months like of
2: it Mm -hmm. you check in she checks in they give you a chair the nurse comes they find your vein
1: Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Tana's been there. The <laughs> only call, time that Tana's gone is the time that they couldn't find my vein. Where they had to call the woman over to yeah. do it right. To do the beautiful dance.
2: It was oh a beautiful God. dance that she did, and she got it right away. And Danielle's like, oh, I didn't even feel it. So there was someone else then trying then to stick a needle in you before was, yeah. just
1: like failing. He over did and it twice day? and
2: like just, mm. he was
1: like, nope, I'm going to call someone else over. I feel
2: like it was three times. Yeah, and then he, he was like, twice. Sweating. He was like,
1: I'm yeah. not going to try a third time. I'm going to get someone else over. Mm hmm. Was he a and then It's funny, no. no it's just funny seeing, nurse. like, being poked so many times, seeing, like, all the different nurses' different. techniques yeah. of, like, how they do it. It's, it's like, some are just so confident, and they're just, like, boop, and, like, whatever. And other ones, like, especially men, I think they definitely take more time to try and find the best way in. And, and they don't, mm-hmm. like, don't mean to sound, like, sexist or anything. They definitely don't have that gentle touch. Except, though... Yesterday when I went to get my blood work done, my usual blood work lady wasn't there because I usually go on Wednesdays to get blood work. Yesterday was Thursday. And there was this other lady there and she just jabbed me. Ooh, yeah, she has a bruise in her <sighs> she arm She jabs now. me in my arm and I was like, oh, you were not gentle. Oh no. But also this is the same vein yeah. uh, that they gave me the shot for my mm, PET scan in. Mm, so that might be why too. Yeah. But she, but, it, that's why it's bruising. The jab, I felt. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. So once they they do. Either men or women can be.
2: Then it's the access point for the chemo. Uh So it's a a baggy, like a. IV bag. IV bag bag and full of clear liquid. Full of neon pink (laughs) liquid. Neon pink that's vibrating. Not yet. Um. yeah. So it's a clear liquid and they hook it up to the IV and it's administered over the course of 60 minutes. Mm
1: -hmm. However, that varies. It varies to your receptiveness to the chemo. A lot of people are allergic to it, which is why I have to take histamines and like other sorts of um, allergy medication an hour before my treatment. So if I do have a because even if you have allergic reaction to it, they still have to give it to you. Mm -hmm. So So, if you do have an allergic reaction, they have to slow the drip. mm -hmm. to like over two to four hours. So to prep
0: for chemo, you get blood work every... Every week, two to one
1: day before, like one to two days before. And what are they checking? Do they you know? check. I can actually... Actually, I can log into my computer. Talk about something else when I log in. <laughs> so,
0: well, yeah, yeah we'll get back you know to what they're checking. Um, but yeah, so you get your blood work on Wednesday. And then uh, on Friday, you take your drugs an hour before. No. Mm-hmm. Am I doing? Am I saying this right? Yes. <laughs> and then you go in for the
1: chemo. Mm-hmm. And then we go get ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes, let's talk about, sometimes Heather wakes up early enough to where we can get breakfast before. (laughs) That's true. That was not the case this morning. (laughs) But it's fine.
0: It's always ideal. Well, I have to eat before. Right. Because of the drugs. Um, They recommend a light yet hearty meal. I mean, like, don't eat, like. Yes.
2: Something to stick to your bones. Eggs and toast. Yeah. It's a good one. Of course, Um, this isn't letting me log in. I had to work on Fridays before, which is why I wasn't able to go until today was my second day. Or the week, two weeks ago. Before. But then you had your off week. Anyway. But now my schedule's changed. So I get to partake in chemo day.
0: Yay. Yeah. I also used to have acting class every Friday, but I switched out of that section into a new section because I wanted to join. Danielle on her chemo days. It's also
1: uh, the because doctor. Because I have amazing, beautiful angel friends. Oh, sweet baby mm-hmm. angels. We're sweet baby angels. Yeah. I- <laughs> it means Welcome. a lot to me. It, I, you guys don't have to do that. And, like, I've been very receptive to the medicine to where I can go on days, like, by myself. Like, it's not, ain't no thing, you know? Whatever. Right. Um, so, I want to be there. it's nice to have somebody there. Yeah. It is. Of course. I like so, to be there. It's yeah. Just yeah.
0: weird, like, this is what's kind of fucked up, but... Um, I pardon me, <laughs> yeah. Is that like, you know, because it's, um, because of the weight of the situation, having this weekly, like every Friday is chemo day. That's Instead just the of way like, it is. It's just the way it is, but it's That's like, I have, boring. I feel like I have permission to... Spend a full day doing treating yourself whatever we want, yeah, having cheating on
2: diets, and it's more about enjoying being together, right? Exactly, Uh that's what it comes down to. Exactly, I have permission to not,
0: you know, hustle, (sighs) Mm -hmm. get in the hustle and bustle, and I don't feel guilty about it that like I just spent, I just took a day off from my work or whatever, yeah, you
2: know what I mean, because you realize how it is important to also do these things and spend time with your friends and yeah with your love do enjoyable things ones. yeah with
1: my west coast family mm-hmm. exactly
0: chemo is in the morning so and danielle's body's just like soaks that shit up yep and and then we just go do fun stuff we go to the 14th factory huh. today we went to
1: alcove that place is so beautiful so and so much food so I know. great a little expensive, but they give you a well, lot of food. Yeah. Big portions. It's expensive it's not, if you get a coffee well, and a sangria.
2: <laughs> and a side of fries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I and a meal. There.
1: Um,
2: no regrets. No regrets. No Hashtag, regrets. Or, yeah. Uh-huh. We're, and,
0: and once uh, we're all able, well, once, because you can't get tattoos right now, right? No. Danielle? Mm-mm. So, yeah, once uh, Danielle is able to get tattoos again. And when she's not on chemo anymore, then we're going to get matching no regrets tattoos across our chest. Yes. I'm In thinking about the back. Piece.
2: like no, the, between the, between the, shoulder be the chest. Oh, Okay. Or, or on your the stomach.
0: Nope. Chest. Old English letters. Nope. Old English letters. Not
1: spelt like a typo. Nope. Chest. Nope. Regrets.
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> regrets. We're going to get nope. Regrets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I was able to pull up the blood work. Okay. So every okay. Wednesday they have to check my blood work. Well, I go on Wednesday because it's every one to two days before be the chemo being administered. They need to check blood work to see if they can administer the mm-hmm. chemo. Because remember last week I was like, whoops, didn't go. Yeah. Maybe they don't need it. She was mm-hmm. like, no, you gotta go downstairs to the lab and get your blood work done before I can give you the chemo. So in the blood work, I check my white blood cell differential. I get a complete blood cell count. Uh, they check my electrolytes, sodium, potassium, chloride, carbon dioxide. They check creatine liver function and then another calcium creatine that's
2: some bodybuilding stuff
1: yeah right we're trying to get buff here and kaiser (laughs) um kaiser is great because uh they actually do it like right like the lab test results come in super super like i could go earlier in the morning when they first open get my tests done and Mm. then once they're done it'll like it would be done by the time i checked in um, yeah, but f-, f that. No, yeah, Come I on, know. Go get
0: breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm just saying like in
1: a pinch if I don't have time because the mm-hmm. lab is open. The latest lab is open until 6 o'clock, I think. So like coming from work if I end up doing something else or anyways. Yeah, right. um, but they typically will have the results. They send you an email. They send you a text message and they have the results on the site for you Um like ready to see, like right away, it goes straight Mm. to the site. So like I can open it now, uh, have it pulled up here, um, like my white blood cell count, and then it gives me the entire breakdown, and I don't know how to read it, but a lot of the times on the top, there'll be like a little graph that shows, since I've been going weekly, it shows- How it's changing? Yeah. It oh. plots it on the graph, like from each visit, and then also on the graph it has a little bar that shows you the range. So, like once if I'm inside that little mm. shaded bar, that's it means I'm still earlier. in the good, the safe zone range. So it's kind of been it's kind of been, it's kind of been going up and down a little bit, but in that safe range. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why, which of course I think is normally
2: it'll fluctuate yeah. anyway.
1: So what happens if you go out of that range? Then they. I think it depends on what it is that's out of the range. Uh, for instance, if, like, the blood, like, the white blood cells are low, she would, like, put me on chlorin- quarantine. Quar- I can't talk today. <laughs> she would put me on quarantine, say, like, you have to stay home. You're too susceptible to illnesses. like mm-hmm. So you can't go out. You can't, like, you know, mm-hmm. because your white blood cell count is very low. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, take care of yourself because you don't, your body doesn't have the stuff to fight off a cold. It'll so get really bad if you get one. Yeah,
0: so mm-hmm. it's making sure that your body... Is, able, is like, or like the taking, chemo isn't
1: too heavy. Well, and then basically. taking the necessary, not necessary, like taking the necessary precautions of what it's affecting so that you don't get it worse. Like the red blood cells clot is what does clotting. Mm-hmm. Um, and if your red blood cell count is low, they're like, you need to be very careful about getting any cuts. Your blood is mm-hmm. super thin. Like even a little cut is going to bleed a lot so maybe don't mm. shave your legs this week or you know like, yeah. like stay away from cross-stitching this week you oh. <laughs> know
0: like for yeah. real Danielle um, is an avid cross stitcher mm-hmm. I love She's my old made, lady crafts oh my god she makes beautiful cross stitches I'm staring at right over there. Oh, yeah right now she made
1: me a beautiful pillow I like it's something that is after work it's like de-stress zone out I don't make my own patterns um not that not yet not that talented yet not yet uh, um i have like i have gotten software though to try and make patterns that's awesome yeah and i was fiddling around with some stuff uh but i typically will buy very elaborate patterns on etsy it's a great site to get patterns from very talented artists on there um and i make cross it cross stitches that take three years to make for my friends (laughs) god bless her (laughs) i mean like i don't like it's, I enjoy doing it. Yeah. It's and I meditative. enjoy giving it to people too. Like, I don't have any for myself. I know. That's crazy. Um, but my, this friend would like this one. It's true. So, it's not like, yeah. I have yeah. a bunch of unfinished ones that I just need to finish. But yeah. You just finished one today, basically. Yeah, I finished, I finished one finished last Haley's. week and finally got something to mount it on. We. it'll be making its way to NYC, yeah. baby. NYC. Yeah. Good.
0: Um, I'm sorry if yeah. I'm talking a lot. No, girl, talk. No. talk- yes, this is for though. you. This is for you. So, oh, talk about your
1: Adderall. Adderall.
0: Sure. Um, so you haven't pre before all of this. You know, you were on some. your own medications. I mean, aren't
1: we all? <laughs> uh, so
0: you haven't had to like change any of your other, uh, any of your dosages?
1: No, the, I mean, anything? the doctor knows what medication I'm on. Um, for those of you listening, for our moms and dads that are listening, I feel like that's that's gonna listen to. Only this. mom and dad. Just dads. only mom and dad. No. Only mom and dad. Um, oh, sorry for cursing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we love you, but they know we curse. High school didn't prepare me for college, essentially. It was a different world. I'm trying to make this long story short, and I was not doing well in school. So finally, my mom was like, we need to do something about this sent me to get an evaluation done by a psychologist. And I sat there for like two hours and she wrote everything down, like all my hand gestures, asked me questions, how I responded to them, all this stuff. And then she put a report together and probably a week later, I had a report saying that I hit, there's like markers on the attention deficit scale and I forget how many markers it is but I hit like maybe let's say there's five, I hit like four of them. Mm -hmm. I hit a lot of markers for ADD. I also hit markers for um, anxiety, depression, like she diagnosed me with that, and also some post-traumatic stress. And then she was just like, so this is because of this, this is because of this. What do you think is causing you to, be poorly, to do poorly in school, do you think it's this anxiety and depression or do you think it's the ADD? And I'm like, well, lady, clearly it's the ADD. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that the ADD, not me getting it under control, is contributing to my anxiety and depression because I'm still in school and I still haven't right. finished school. So if I alleviate this, maybe it'll ease the burden of this depression. Does that make sense? Like yeah, it was yeah. stemming from it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, let's get on medication for attention deficit. Um, and I got put on Adderall and I know Adderall has a big stigma with it. Um, Because it's, I know ADD has a big stigma because a lot of people think that it's not really a disorder. Uh, Read a lot about it and it is a disorder and we're not here to debate that or anything. Uh, I mean, we can, I guess, but Mm. I, in my heart, it is real and I, I experience it because once I was put on Adderall, I... Immediately turned from making C's I was making C's and D's and like withdrawing from classes for to not make F's Like just throwing oh, money at me. FSU. I've never mm-hmm. like, really told anybody this but like throwing money away because I just wasn't I was doing very poorly in my classes and I went from that to in one semester. I started taking it Halfway even I think through the semester like in October. I started taking the the um, Adderall and I made all A's and B's that semester and all A's and B's until I finished school Damn.
2: Mm-hmm. So... You had so many highlighter colors.
1: <laughs> and we would, like... <laughs> Her this notes is are when so I, organized. This is when I lived with Tana and Haley. Mm-hmm. It's when I started taking it. I and, know. You guys talked... To, you've mentioned
0: that before. Yeah. Like, when we're hanging out, you're like, oh, my God, Danielle, your school notes were so organized. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> nice notes. and I lived with But even Danielle, when I wasn't in... Yeah.
1: But you are they were pretty organized. Yeah, I, I'm an organized person, and the thing is with ADD, if you're interested in something, you're gonna do You'll, well in it. So mm-hmm. there were classes mm-hmm. that you hyper focus on it. Like there were classes that I um, that I did well in and excelled in, and I got A's and B's here and there. But a bulk of them, like the core classes, you know, you have to take, it did awful. Um, mm-hmm. So there were some classes like math. I liked math. The statistic notes that you borrowed I and the and the calculus notes that you borrowed, they were very organized and very well. And that was before I started taking. The medication but everything else like yeah i was I, it was just like it helped me like okay danielle this is you have to dedicate mm-hmm. this time now to study and do well and that's what i did and we still partied a lot too like what? oh yeah so it didn't like i was you yeah. know no oh, we yeah. studied it oh, went from oh, like oh yeah no pretend studying i guess before like i just wouldn't focus on it i would find other I'm, things to do because yeah, i was uninterested sure and then that the the adderall disciplined me to like with for that structure yeah like I, pay yeah. your bills do mm-hmm. like because I was letting bills go past due and like paying late fees and stuff like that i am gotten a lot better at that too like pay your bills like do all this other stuff set aside that time for so it, it does Gotta pay ha- my credit card bill people. right now <laughs> um you got your phone right there I know do your I iPad? need Adderall I know I'm like that's I, what that's I feel too, but the, that's what's hard to like so many the spectrum you yeah, know it's, it's not a it's a spectrum for yeah. sure it's not black and white and back to what we were t- so yes the so I started taking Adderall then to finish school And then, probably five years ago, I went through another bit of a depression, anxiety, slump, um, and I wasn't handling it very well at all. I was seeing- Why? It was a breakup and I just, Um, I wasn't handling it. Like, I was going to therapy, talking it out with a counselor for a few months, actually. Probably like three to four months, I was seeing her every other week. Um, And then probably in the fourth or fifth month, she was like, You're not really making progress because at the beginning I was like, I want to handle this and not use drugs. Like I was very against using anxiety, depression medicine. Um, She's like, we've, you know, we've been working together for a little while now. She's like, what do you think now of maybe using, Mm -hmm. getting on some like antidepressant anxiety medicine to just, you know, level you? Because I was spending so much time just crying every day overwhelmed by so many things it was it was oppressive it was mm-hmm. super oppressive and I was going through that for a while and so I was like yeah she's like, okay so you need to go to your general practitioner because they can't prescribe medicines and I told him all of this and he was like, oh, okay. And they uh, pres- they love prescribing stuff. Oh, yeah. And they're like, give me uh, your money. <laughs> so, I yeah, I got a prescription for, it's called Celexa. Um, and the generic is Citalopram. And it was 10 doses. And, I mean, 10 doses, 10 milligrams. And I take it daily. And it's like one of those, it's an SSRI. So, it builds up. You don't feel it right away. But I remember, like, a week, week and a half into it, I was like, I feel good. Like, I don't feel, like... Oppressively sad anymore, or like the weight of the world is on me, but I don't feel like very, very like happy and like elated. But you didn't or anything feel like that. numb, right? No, no, no. I just felt I felt normal. Mm-hmm. It like leveled me, so it was like, well, this is good. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to get myself off of it, like a ding dong before, and it's not been good. And when I moved to LA, it was very overwhelming as well, especially mm-hmm. my first. The months that I was living it's scary in that house in Monterey oh. Park. Oh, my um, God. I forgot um, about that. I was there from like October to February. That's right. Yeah, a few months.
2: Oh, my God. I was
1: I was kind of pretty depressed during that time. Sure. Um And so I went and I met a psychologist here because it's different in California. Mm-hmm. The psychologist has to prescribe any behavioral meds. So for my Adderall, I had to meet him and we talked a bit about me moving here and like how I'm feeling a bit over more overwhelmed now, and so he was like, and you build up a tolerance to all drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, so then he upped my Celexa dosage, and I've been on 20 milligrams oh. once a day since then. Uh, and I've been fine. There's been times that I, if you try to wean yourself, if you cut yourself off of yeah. it, you go through withdrawals mm-hmm, for sure. sure, and you not only go through withdrawals, but you also feel like physically, you go through withdrawals physically, yeah. physically and mentally. So you'll be what is depressed and it? sad, and then you'll be feeling like these awful headaches and Because it's nauseous. filling receptors, right? So you can't take that filler away. I've read about it. I just, I don't, it just doesn't say, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And then it goes yeah. in a file that I can't yeah. access right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, what's interesting is that like, because you're talking about how you struggled with depression, especially after a breakup, but like. Well, because not I, to trivialize. Anybody. No, I know, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I'm just saying so that since being diagnosed with cancer, like you haven't, you've been so strong. Well, and, like, I'm so pretty sure
1: that it is because I'm on these drugs. I don't want to say like, I've felt things I have felt very strong emotions, but I'm not letting like, I'm, I'm working past them, yeah. like evaluating them. Maybe putting the scary, scarier thoughts to the back of my mind, trying to find something to do about it, yeah. or if there's it's things like that are beyond my not. control, like then I have to like kind of let go of it, mm-hmm. so I, like I don't stew in it.
2: Whereas, it's going to take too much energy. Yeah, and how I,
1: do you Yeah. How do you I, handle this? And I haven't, this? well, I just want to say to the point of, like, breakups or any, like, I haven't handled any breakups since I've been on this. Guys, I've been single for over five years. Um. I haven't had, I mean, I've dated, yeah. I've dated people and whatnot, mm-hmm. but it hasn't had been anything big. I feel like I've had maybe two or three big breakups where, you know, and it wasn't even dating anybody. It was dating people not even very significant long periods of time. But still, like... We all handle things differently, um, and it really, really affected me to where I felt like you know, like in high school when you're like, "This is the end of the world," oh, et cetera. and I was feeling that feeling at 26 years old. Like, come on, you <laughs> yeah. grow up. But, uh, no, but a lot of people feel that. during But it was what? lasting. Like, it was lasting so much long, like continually, and for so much, like, I mean, could not you think break that past it.
2: Had anything to do with, like. Being in Tallahassee or like being stuck
1: in it the was same a lot circle. Of, it was a lot of things. Yeah. So it was definitely, yeah. it was Maybe the it was breakup. Just the it breakup. was dealing with my job and my happiness in mm-hmm. my job. Um, because that was also when I had the flight attendant interview. Mm-hmm. I don't know if That's you right. guys remember. I, I don't I remember think you, you told me about that. To, she went to Texas. I didn't tell a lot of people about it because I didn't get it. Um, it's okay. Uh, and it was a, I think it was a pretty, a bit of a traumatic experience for me too. But it was a learning experience at the same time. Wait, you flew to Texas? Yeah, to interview to be a flight attendant. <laughs> yeah, for which airline? For United, they have their like. <gasps> whole win- good thing you. Oh my <laughs> god!
2: <gasps> Stop talking there.
1: What? It's like go. Well, good thing you don't work
2: for them yeah. now.
1: <laughs> yeah, so much bad. Yeah. Press. Yeah, they beat people up. Yeah, and I mean, is wasn't that what it happened? the United flights that they, crashed into? What? The pet
0: towers. Oh, what? was, was it, it United? I don't know. God, don't know. you know what? It's just this is, <laughs> this is how much we know. Anyway, oh, so uh, we we're, we're gotta read the news more. I did that out. <laughs> no, no, no. no
1: way. What was I this say? is raw. <laughs> Do
2: we need to read the news more though? Oh God, I, I listen to NPR
1: every day to work, and I just yeah. like good for you I'm I tune it out <laughs> I tune it out though like it doesn't I'm just like oh my gosh Trump being dumb I, yeah, again yeah too like, much I gotta change that somebody else is being shot somewhere like there's another fire here because of not, fire, not meeting fire codes I'm oh just like I, God, can't God. I can't listen to this
0: I can't it's too much yeah it's too much so, so what were we talking you about? were talking
2: about the um, just how you, how well how everything you, was how, piling up so you had yeah. the you were flown to texas unfortunately you didn't get the i didn't get the job flight attendant job and, and then,
1: then austin broke up with me like that weekend mm. um I didn't mean to say his name i just meant to say somebody broke up with me that weekend yeah it's fine he probably won't listen to this um and then we got, like, back together again. It was a very tumultuous yeah. relationship. Because he's in the I, same circles, and it's Tallahassee, and it's a yeah. small
2: town. So And then
1: it's, then I like, was, like, always I around. Move. I don't want to be, like, I felt also, like, I forget how old I was. I had to be, I was, what, how old was I when I moved here? 28? So it was, like, either 26 or 27. I'd moved back mm-hmm. in with my parents so that I could save money to move out somewhere. And then I ended up, and then I was, like, I don't know. And then I finally ended up moving here after I got on the drugs and I like really buckled down and like saved money to like visit places and then decided where I wanted to live.
2: Which was, was la, la, the best place? <laughs> LA. She wanted to be an LA babe. LA, LA yeah. babe with her LA babe. And I mean I don't feel
1: I don't feel you know, like <laughs> I feel like my life could be better. But I'm working oh. on getting it better, you know? Like it's not like it's not weighing me down. And I it this is i feel like when you're diagnosed with cancer there are definitely different ways to take it and different ways to mm-hmm. handle it and boy infinite ways I i'm imagine. not and to me like i'm just like sometimes you know i milk it and i'm like but i have cancer I'm um, like if i'm just like you know want to stay home from work or something um and people are so much nicer to you. People are so nice to you on your birthday. Like, so, <laughs> so <laughs> nice to you. <laughs> Bringing you pastries and flowers. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I wonder if it would have been like this if By I By the way, him. Daniel's birthday was on <laughs> That's Wednesday. right. Oh, my God. The June babies were Happy in the mist. Happy birthday to me. Daniel. To yeah. 31, baby. First yeah. birthday in 10 years that I did not drink alcohol. Oh my god! How does it feel? It was fun. I had fun. It was great. I mean, I was, I was, you know, I was a little bit tired, and but I think I had a great time. I'm so glad everybody came out. I love seeing everybody together, And even if I don't really get to talk to everybody. Having them near me, the energy is really nice.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. We have a large, well, fairly large group of friends that are friends from college in Florida that are here in La. We've just all moved to hang out in LA. I know. So, yeah, it's a big, big birthday week, big birthday month.
2: Uh, we just got a text from Daniel's mom. She oh, said snap. she's going to make pizza and then call <laughs> around five. Yeah,
1: so in 45 minutes. So oh my girl, 15. call right now. I know. I know. She's making pizza. She wants to like give it Special thanks to our lovely Lauren Naylor for her amazing portraiture skills and creating our cover art, to our sweet boy Tom Odo for our lovely music, and a great many thanks to my you caring supporters and donors. Anna Agresot, Jenny Mendoza, Juan Yedo, Jim and Cindy Rop, and to my Super Secret Anonymous Donor who gave me some money. February 9th. I don't know who you are, but thank you. You can follow my blog at wellthisucks.me, follow us on Instagram at WTS Podcast, Facebook at WTS The Podcast, and if you like what you heard, please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah, thanks. Love you.